in August of the year 1173, work began on what would become one of the most famous towers in the world, a freestanding eight-story bell tower for the Cathedral of the City of Pisa. The tower was to be 180 feet tall. There was just going to be one little problem. The builders were going to quickly discover that the soil was much softer on one side of the building than they had anticipated, and the foundation was far too shallow to adequately hold the structure. And sure enough, before long, this whole structure began to tilt. And it continued to tilt until finally the architect and the builders realized that nothing could be done to make the Leaning Tower of Pisa straight again. Construction was halted for almost a century, mainly because the city of Pisa was continually involved in wars. But slowly over the years, the building continued, and it was done in three main stages. And during that time, many things were done to try and compensate for this tilt. The foundation was shored up. The upper levels were even built at an angle to try and make the top look as if it was straight. But nothing worked. The tower was finally completed in 1374, almost 200 years after it was first begun. And it stood at an angle for over 835 years. Today, it leans almost 18 feet away from where it should be. That would be 10 degrees from the vertical for the engineers amongst us. And one day, experts say it will actually fall, all because it wasn't built on the right foundation. Jesus, as a carpenter, knew all about having the right foundation. The parable that we heard earlier of the wise and the foolish builders comes at the conclusion of what most people consider to be the greatest sermon ever preached, Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount. Now, the Sermon on the Mount is filled with theological gems, the Beatitudes, the Lord's Prayer, seek first the kingdom of God, store up for yourself treasures in heaven, for where your treasure is, there your heart shall be. And that's just a few. But the sermon ends with an illustration, a simple but profound story of two men who each built a house. And the story begs each of us to ask this question of ourselves, what kind of foundation are we building on? For you see, Jesus wasn't talking about building a literal house. He was really talking about building a life, building a life that is meaningful, a life worth living. Now, as I said, Jesus was a carpenter. He knew a lot about building, but he also knew a lot about human nature. He knew how easy it is to hear things, to listen to them, to agree with them, and then go out and do not one thing about them. And so he told his story to show the necessity of doing as well as hearing. He was highlighting the fact that it's not good enough to know. It's not good enough to agree. What you hear, you must use. You must put into action and make it part of the foundation of the life that you build. The first thing that Jesus is saying to us in this parable is that we are all builders. Every one of us is building a house. And it's a lifetime job. Building a house of personality and character. Everything we do, every word we speak, every thought we have goes into the structure. 
we are building a life. And in the parable, Jesus said that some are building wisely and some are building foolishly. And there's a further fact that this parable makes clear. Not only does everyone build their own house, everyone must live in the house that they build. Everyone must live with themselves. It's said that the one person that you cannot run away from is yourself, and we all know that to be true. All of us are builders. All of us live in the house we build. And here's something else this parable makes clear, that every house someday will be tested by the storm. Now, the people that Jesus was talk were talking to were often witnesses to sudden downpours during the rainy season in ancient Palestine. Dry riverbeds, you see, would suddenly turn into quickly violent torrents in just a few moments of time after a cloudburst. According to Jesus' story, when you combine these torrential rains and raging streams with substandard housing that often included dried mud in the building material, and all of this sat on a shifting foundation such as sand, then you have disaster on your hands. Now, as insightful as that is, Jesus is not actually teaching a parable about how to build houses in safe areas. There are no storm-free zones, as we've all seen over the past month or so. This is a parable about the foundation for life, not about avoiding the weather or what it throws at us. What Jesus was saying is that when the pressure intensifies from all angles, the outcome is determined by the foundation we're sitting on. Jesus was saying that when the storms of life hit, it's good to know that you have got the best foundations available. Jesus expected the people to be smart about life, to be careful about the priorities that they built their lives on, to be cautious about who they listened to and what philosophy of life they chose to live by, because a wrong decision in these foundational areas would prove to be their undoing when the pressures and forces of life began to mount. The storms of life will miss none. No life will be immune from the storm. Or to use Jesus' illustration, the storm beats on every house.